TH Glee, the show where we get high and watch Glee. I'm Courtney, and I've never seen all of Glee. And I'm Elise, and Glee was my entire personality back in the day. I know for the listeners, we are both consuming weed legally and are allowed to have it, so if it is not legal in your area or you are not of legal age to consume it, please don't. And yes, we will be trashing Will Schuster in every episode. Please enjoy this, and hi us, take it away. I've seen this episode a lot. Yeah. Welcome back to CH Glee, the show where uh, <laughs> Courtney's officially over this entire project. I I'm still enjoying myself, but I understand now why everyone says stop after season three. Like I get it. I get it. I understand the pain. I was just saying, like you really had to watch this show week to week and then sometimes just be disappointed that the episode was, like, not good. Mm-hmm. That's so, yeah. That's so upsetting. <laughs> so, this is season four, episode five. It's called The Role You Were Born to Play, which is dumb. Sure. This episode slowly takes place in the halls of McKinley High School. Yeah, it, it literally only takes place at McKinley. Well, I guess... There's, like, a couple scenes at, like, Mr. Shu's apartment, but, like, that's yeah. it. We open with Will and Emma in presumably couples counseling, and Will's complaining that Emma doesn't want to come with him to Washington, and Emma's like, but you're not listening. Literally, Emma's in the right. She's like, but you're not hearing me when I say I would have a bad time because I want to be here to do my job, and Will's like, but no, you have to come with me because he's a terrible person. He's and, really a really bad person. He's a bad person. And then it cuts to Coach Beast, who is there to give them advice. And all she does is say a bunch of football words. <laughs> like, But the, the takeaway that Will gets from it is that, like, oh, Emma's just upset that I didn't ask her nicely. <laughs> Yeah, so, and so, he, so he asks her nicely, and she feels manipulated into saying yes, and so she says yes, and then Coach Beast is like, obviously you don't really want to go. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's a whole thing. Yeah, so, like, she's going, I guess, and then um, auditions are happening for Greece at the high school. Well, we actually open the episode with Artie going to see Finn, who is working at the tire shop. Oh, that's right. And he asks Finn to co-direct Grease with him. And Finn's like, I don't know. Because Also, he says some things that imply that he's, like, low-key suicidal. Yeah, he has, like, severe depression. Again, yeah. we have a child with severe depression that nobody seems to, like, care about. Yeah, I... I, I can't even imagine how much happier everyone on this show would be if they just, like, if Miss Pillsbury actually made, like, therapy appointments for everybody. <laughs> right? Uh, so, 
So Artie asks Finn to co-direct the musical, and Finn's like, I don't know, I think I'd rather die. And <laughs> that's basically what he says. He does. He like, says, Actually, I, I would, I, what I really want to do is get crushed by this car that I'm yeah. working on. <laughs> and, you know, haha, so funny. And then he does co-direct, he, he does decide to co-direct the musical um, with Artie. And so they're holding auditions and <laughs> Blaine, poor Blaine, Blaine is poor talking Blaine. to, is he talking to Sam? Yeah. He's talking to Sam about like how upset he is that he and Kurt are broken up and like he doesn't know what to do because Kurt returned the box set of Gilmore Girls unopened. Ugh. And so... <laughs> Blaine sings Hopelessly Devoted and then it turns into him singing it for his audition and they're like, great, you'll be our Danny Zuko because you're like the obvious and only choice. And he's like openly like open mouth crying on this stage going, I can't. He's like, I can't do that. Danny Zuko likes somebody. He has one and I don't. my whole relationship. I just, I can't do it guys. I'm sorry. And they're like, could you, is there like any part you can have in the musical? Because you did just audition. And he's like, I don't know, maybe Teen Angel. It's only one scene, but probably not. <laughs> the way he said it. Like, that's basically how he said it. Like, I'm not exaggerating that much. Probably not. The the line reading of us, it's up there with Left Balloon. Of like, it really is. Probably not. <laughs> like, it's so over the top dramatic for no reason. <laughs> Um, oh, I love it. Also, he sounded great in the song. Yeah, it was like it was like one of his better performances, I think. Hopelessly devoted to you. Yeah. Um. So he, now, now we're on the quest to find a Danny Zuko because Sam can't do it because he wants to be somebody else. <laughs> Sam wants to play Kaniki because. <laughs> Because he also got hit in the head with a car door once, and he really wants to portray the realities of that experience on stage. Yeah. That was probably my favorite line of the whole episode. So Sam is playing Kaniki. Teen Jesus won't cut his dreads, and the pompadour looks too weird on him. So they can't use him. Um, Jake Puckerman doesn't want to audition. And so they're like, well, who the fuck do we have to do? to do this then and so finn goes on a quest after talking to mr Shu to find danny zuko and who does he find on the football fields writer something what's his name <laughs> writer lynn which i also think this is the season of dumb names like everybody's yeah. name is just like just like a little off like a little weird like everybody has like middle names as last names like Marley yeah. Rose, Ryder Lynn. Yeah. It's just it like a little weird. It doesn't make any sense. It's a little Twilight Zone-y, if I'm being honest. Um, yeah. So he, and, and this is last Glee Project Boy. Oh, this okay. This is the yeah. new winner. This is the winner of season two of the Glee Project. Now known for being an awful human being. Um, yeah, when he was married to TV Supergirl. TV Supergirl. Who he met in the filming of this episode and then abused 
he's a terrible person. Whatever. Ryder Lynn, he's there. He is dancing on the football field, and Coach Beast. He is has like, a tragic haircut. He he does. He's, his haircut is they call it Bieber esque. I would say it's worse. It's worse. It's like he's wearing a bald cap, but it's hair. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? He looks like kind of coconut heady. He's like an unfortunate hairline. It's not good. And so Finn's like, hey, Beast, who's that? She's like, oh, he's a sophomore. He transferred because he flunked out of his last school. And yada, yada. And so Finn goes to, like, his study hall. He, like, stalks this child goes to his study hall, tells the teacher that there's, like, a phone call waiting for him in the teacher's lounge, and the teacher just, like, goes with it, and he leaves. And he's like, hey, writer, how would you like to audition for the Glee Club? Because it could help you with your grades. And he's like, no. And he's like, okay, how about something small then, like the school musical, which is not a small thing to do. Yeah, as I immediately said, I was like, the musical would be a way bigger time commitment than Glee Club. (laughs) Yeah, and at least in the short term (laughs) he convinces him to do it basically by saying like oh i had like a c average and then i got all the way up to b plus because of glee club and so writer's like okay i'll come audition (laughs) it's bizarre it's weird so finn is having doubts about being a director though and so mercedes and mike chang come mike chang yeah mike chang wait yeah mike chang yeah i was like why does it sound weird in my mouth Mike Chang come back to help um, with the singing and the dancing part. And so Finn's like, my friends, we're all together again. Why aren't they doing things? I guess not right now. Isn't he in school and she, I guess she had her like recording contract, but she was going to take classes at UCLA. Whatever. She can just leave. Yeah. (laughs) This is before everybody did remote learning. Yeah. This is pre-Zoom, guys. Like, what are we doing here? So, Mercedes and Mike are back, and they're helping with the musicals. Artie really wants Finn to, like, be more involved in the directing, because Finn is like, I don't know what I'm doing, and I don't want to do this, because Finn has depression. So, Artie takes him to the auditorium, and there's, like, three jukeboxes on stage for some reason, and he's like, we have to pick which one we want for the musical. I don't know why we need They this. just dropped all of them off. Yeah. Or th- did they just have these like in their like prop room for the non-existent theater department at this school? But that means that they had to like get somebody to get them all out on the stage just for like this example of how to make yeah, a decision. It, it makes no sense. So Finn like can't choose a jukebox. So Artie's like, we're doing this one. But Finn's like, whatever. And then Ryder comes in and he's like, well, I want to audition, but I don't want to sing. Which, oh, buddy, this is a musical. You kind of have to sing. (laughs) Yeah, like, what did you think this was going to be? Finn's like, well, I'm sure you, like, just sing with me. You're a classic rock guy, probably. And then he puts on Jukebox Hero. And they do, like, a fun little performance. And then Finn... He sounded good. He sounded fine. And then Ryder's like, so when should I come back for the audition? And Finn's like, you just did it. (laughs) <laughs> so stupid so Marley and Ryder start talking because they're like gonna be Sandy and Danny like that's just the way it's being set up 
And that makes Jake jealous, which of course makes Kitty jealous. And so they both decide to audition. Oh, before they audition, Unique wants to play Rizzo. God, I don't even want to talk about this. And it's just like they I'm sure whoever wrote this meant well. But as we've said before, these the the people who wrote this show and the people who are working on this show simply did not know what to do with this story. Mm-mm. And it comes off so, so bad watching it today. Like, yeah. it is, like, I feel like they didn't talk to a single trans person. I don't think they even talked to, like, a single drag queen, much less. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It just, it's it's so rough. It's yeah. so rough. So basically, Unique wants to play Rizzo, but she's worried that she won't let, be allowed to because she's male presenting, usually. And Marley's like, well, we should audition anyways because, like, you're the best singer. Like, of course you should be Rizzo. Sue, this is all happening in the girls' bathroom, by the way. Sue comes out of the stall for some reason she's in there and basically starts going off about how Unique is just gender confused and that she shouldn't be allowed to be in the play because it'll start, like, a a mass riot of gender confusion like the liberals want because they made Sue weirdly conservative all of a sudden. So as people point out in this episode, Sue has historically been very supportive of the gay students at the school. But what we're learning is that she is very much a turf. <laughs> yeah. I think like, like her rhetoric is the exact same rhetoric that like you still hear today, but like only from like really fringe, crazy people. Yeah, like J.K. Rowling. Yeah, she she literally sounds like J.K. Rowling in this rant. It's really bad. Yeah. Sue is just J.K. Rowling's Twitter. Like, it's so weird. Basically, it's a whole, it's going to be a whole deal if they try to cast Unique. But Marley and Unique are like, we're going to audition anyways. And so they sing a pink song together. <laughs> they sing Blow The Me. song choices in this episode. It's such a random song to sing. Well, and then later the the other group sings Everybody Talks by Neon Trees. And it's just like, neither of these really make sense for this context. I think, at least on the Pink song, they mostly sounded good. Except there were some weird production choices. Like, yeah. like at one point they go... Blow me one last kiss, like like for no reason. They just like do it kind of fast, and then also they change. I had a shit day to I had a bad day, which yeah. was funny. Like even the radio didn't change it that much. It was just I had a shit day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was weird. But then Jake and Kitty audition, and Kitty's like, "I have the perfect song for Greece," and then it's fucking neon trees. It's <laughs> and and for the record, okay, they do a cool little dance. I don't think either of them sound very good on it. And no. there's a like of I get suggested a lot of like my favorite Glee songs video like compilations on YouTube, and I see a lot of Glee fan nonsense on like my Instagram Explore or whatever. And the young people that are super into Glee today love this performance for some reason. And, like, like I see it everywhere as people being like, this is one of my all-time favorite Glee performances. I'm like, are we watching the same thing? Like, it's not good. 
I mean, again, like, their dancing is impressive, but, like, it's not a very good number. It doesn't make sense in the context of the scene. They don't... He sounds so froggy in it. Yeah. Yeah, like, he sounds, like, all muppety. Like, for the first time we're hearing Kitty sing, it's not good. She has kind of a weird voice. There are times where she sounds good, but I feel like most of the time it's not very flattering for her. Yeah. So now it's the battle of Jake versus Ryder and Kitty versus Marley of who's going to be Danny and Sandy. They they do a callback and they do a song from Greece and they all have to dance and there's it's like very clearly that very clear that Ryder and Marley are like better. But Jake and Kitty, like, Kitty keeps trying to, like, mess up Marley, but then Jake keeps, like, Which, like, again, all these little girls thinking that you can act like divas and people will want to work with you, that's not how anything happens in the real world. (laughs) No. If Finn goes and talks to Unique and is like, hey, we're going to cast you as Rizzo, just so you know, you're going to get a lot of shit for this, but, like, I'll do what I can to help you. And Unique's like... I don't care. I want to be Rizzo. Um, <laughs> basically. She says it more sad like that than that. And like, I just, I... Sue, I don't remember when Sue made Finn go to the F- principal Figgins's office, but he does at some point. And principal Figgins was like unique. As Fig- a lovely young woman in her prime blossoming. <laughs> Mr. Presby like, no, Wade is definitely a dude. <laughs> Principal Figgins is like, no, that can't be right. <laughs> Principal Figgins is the only one who knows what's up. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a woman. He's like, no, what are you talking about? That's clearly a woman. That's yeah, a beautiful you, woman. That's a beautiful young woman. Correct. Uh, thank you, Principal. Thank you, Principal. Principal Figgins. <laughs> this is so stupid. They put up the cast, <laughs> they put up the cast list. And um, they do, like, the... Here's who's who in the musical. Brittany is Cha-Cha. Tina is Jan. Guys, Mm -hmm. I've only seen Grease, like, once. And I, like, half-watched it. Just, like, bear with me. Sam gets Kinnicky. Teen Jesus is in there. Somebody... Jake walks up, and he's putsy or something? Stupid like that? Yeah. Um, Ryder gets Danny, uh, Marley gets Sandy, and then Kitty gets, um, I don't remember the character's name. She screamed about it. She was upset. Patty Simcox. (laughs) She gets Patty Simcox. And, um, Unique gets Rizzo. Ta-da! We have a musical. Uh, Sue is mad about it. Oh, also Finn throws the arsler at her. Okay, yeah. So in the scene in the principal's office where Sue goes on a transphobic tirade about how she can accept gay people, but these genders, these, like, sexually confused children, you know, that's crossing a line or whatever. Like, it's vile. And then Finn stands up to her, but then he also casually... This is Finn's, like, Achilles heel is his just, like, ability to let slurs just drop out of his mouth without thinking about it. Yeah. He does it so often. And, okay, not that often, but, like, twice is a lot for a single character when nobody else on the show has said a slur. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, I mean, I, Sue probably has said 
a slur before, but you know what I mean. Yeah. No, it's it's wild. And uh, so then it became personal for Sue. Yeah. So now Sue has like a, a she's going to murder Finn, probably. Um, They're really setting Finn up to just drop into absolutely everything that Mr. Shu serves in the narrative. Like, he's going to be Sue's enemy. He's going to take over Glee Club. Uh, they're just like, oh, Mr. Shu's not going to be here. Oh, somebody has to be exactly Mr. Shu. It can't just be somebody leading the Glee Club. It has to be Mr. Shu specifically. And they just chose Finn for that. Yeah. Yeah, because after they cast the Glee, the thing, Mr. Shu, or Beast goes to Emma and is like, you don't want to go. And Emma's like, I don't want to go. So Emma goes home, but she doesn't want to tell Will. And so she's like cooking everything in the house. They have an entire bowl of just bell peppers, like a big bowl. Yeah, on like their like breakfast nook. It was so weird. I kept looking at the bell peppers. There were like there were so many bell peppers. You get, like oranges, <laughs> something normal, a banana of like every color too. They had red, yellow, and green. Yeah, and like multiple of each. It was crazy. There's so many bell peppers. So Miss <laughs> Will is like. If you like, what? Tell me what's wrong. And she's like, I don't want to go because I don't want to resent you because I don't want to do this because, blah 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 blah. All the reasons she's already given. And then he's like, That's fair. You don't have to come. I'll come here on the week on one weekend. You can come to Washington on the next. Blah 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 blah. And then it like all works on the end. And then Mister Shu goes to Finn, who's in the choir room for some reason, um, and is like how's the musical going and Finn's like it's nice to help other people find their dreams or follow their dreams and he's like that's what being a teacher is Finn maybe you should go to school for teaching (laughs) but instead here's something you don't need a teaching certificate or license to do you can run glee club while I'm gone is he getting paid to do this or is this just that's like, a great question or is this just like mr shu has his like regular teacher's salary i would assume he doesn't get paid extra for glee club so yeah is finn just doing this for free yeah or is he doing this for like seven bucks an hour like uh yeah that's a good question is he like having to like his glee club is after school so maybe during the school day he works at the tire shop and then yeah. when the shift ends and the school's over, he goes to the school to do Glee Club. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So Finn is, again, he's set up to be the new Mr. Shoe for yeah. the foreseeable future. So that's how the episode ends. Yeah, that's that's the episode, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Did I forget anything? I don't think so. Uh, if you did, who cares? Like, I... I I remembered so little of this episode watching it. Yeah, because <laughs> I just like, never watched this one. It's just it's just them getting Grease auditions going. That's all it is. Yeah. But you know, I appreciate us not going between five different storylines in three different cities. So at least there's that. Not strictly related to that, but I just I everything that I'm remembering about next week's episode, I'm like, oh, you're gonna hate that. You're oh. gonna hate it. <laughs> Oh, good. Always a good sign. Yeah. Can't wait. What was your favorite song? I mean, the Blaine one. Yeah, that one was good. But now there's nowhere. There's the train again. 
Get it, Xena. Get the train. <laughs> um, I don't um, why, why in this episode specifically is everything Coach B say says a football reference? Could not tell you. <laughs> like, everything she says has something to do with football. That has never been a thing before. That's true. It's mostly been about, like, farm analogies. Or, like, uh, or, like, folksy yeah. aphorisms. But... Now she's suddenly just throwing, she's like dropping football terms everywhere in relation to things that aren't football. Uh, they don't know what to do with this character either. And they really do not. They don't know what to do with any of these characters. Glee. I have Shouldn't I have, have changed the formula. I have notes. I have notes. Well, that was an episode. <laughs> yeah, I, I have nothing else to say about this episode. It was, it was bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm, there's nothing, there's nothing to say. Yeah, it was a bad episode. Um, Gleese is going to be fine, I bet. Um, well, we'll find out. We'll find out eventually. I don't think we're going to find out the next episode. Oh, no, we do. Oh. The next episode is Gleese. It is? Already? Yeah. Yeah. I thought we would give it some time. No. (laughs) So like, I don't know, marinate? No. Uh let me let me look. Are Rachel and Kurt gonna be in the next episode? Yes. Okay. It was uh, weird not having Rachel in an episode. Yeah, so next up is Gleese. Then it's um a strictly Ohio episode, but it is a Blaine driven episode. Mm. Uh he gets the A plot and the warblers are back and it's very silly. Um, and I remember really liking it. We'll see if I feel that way this time. And then it is Thanksgiving. Uh, and I think sectionals is in the Thanksgiving episode. Yes, it is. Uh, Odd choice, but okay. Yeah. And then, um, and then there's like a little in-between episode and then it's Christmas. Oh. So. Action packed. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go watch Glee's. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be bad, isn't it? Uh, it's. I think it's better than this, but it's weird in other ways. Great. Can't wait. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I can't really say anything. <laughs> all right. Future us, please take it away. Take it all please. away. Please. 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 Thank you for listening to another episode of TH Glee. If you like this episode, you can give it a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to see more from us, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at THGlee420. If you want to hear more of my voice, you can check out Pumping Up the Podcast, a Hannah Montana podcast, or follow me on Twitter at LovelyLisi. And if you want to hear more of my voice, you can listen to Ramsey's recaps and trailer trash, or follow me on Twitter at Style. And until next time, don't stop believing. Oh my god. <laughs>